Excuse me, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is kind of embarrassing, but there's no toilet paper over here. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I, I just forgot to check, so if you could spare some. No, I'm sorry. What? No, I'm sorry, I can't spare it. You can't spare it? No, there's not enough to spare. Well, well, I don't need much. Just three squares will do it. I'm sorry, I don't have three squares. Now, if you don't mind. Three squares? You can't spare three squares? No, I don't have a square to spare. I can't spare a square. <laughs> well, is it two ply? Because if it's two ply, I'll take one ply. One ply. One puny little ply. I'll take one measly ply. Look, I don't have a square and I don't have a ply. No, 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 don't no, no. I beg you. Well, I don't want to be a secondary character. Can you spare a square? Oh, I don't have any. Sorry. Three squares? You can't spare three squares? No, I don't have it. Huh. Huh. I'm shocked. You're pretty square yourself, though. Okay. Aren't you? I don't know. Yeah? Yes. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I think... Oh, damn, we don't even have any toilet paper in the studio. No, we don't need any. <laughs> Do we? I don't think so. Are you trying to subtly tell me something? I don't think so. Okay. Oh, goodness. Right. Where is this gone? I don't know. I don't know. Have you shat yourself? Um, no. Okay. But it's a weird smell. Yeah. Another <laughs> crude start, like last week. Indeed, I know. This is the second episode of season four of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. Welcome back. If you are a first-time listener, thanks for being with us for the first time. Or if you're a veteran, you've been with us since day one or anything in between, uh, welcome back for another episode. That's right. And uh, this week, we are doing the season five episode, The Stall. The Stall. That's correct. So, uh, very good episode, in my opinion. Lots of good laughs and uh, a few good secondary characters. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed this episode. It was one of those episodes where I knew uh, I liked it, but I hadn't seen it in so long before watching it this week. Uh, I forgot how much I liked it and how good it was. Yeah. This is one of the episodes where whenever I see it on TV or whatever, I just stop at everything and watch it. Yeah. Like, The Stall is a really funny episode. Yeah. It's great. There are some weaker episodes uh, that you can, you know, you're okay with missing. Yeah. But this one, yeah, it's always worth watching. Definitely. Definitely. And if you want to send us an email, you want to say hello or give us a request for an episode and talk about the secondary characters from it or whatever, drop us an email. We're at bidwabaskpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at bidwabask. And Stephen, what's our website and Patreon details? Uh, Bidwabask.com is our website. Uh, And as Ivan just said, we are now on Patreon as of last week. Uh, So if you want to go to patreon.com forward slash B-I-D-W-B-A-S-C and have a look at all the tiers, that would be amazing. Uh, Our main tier is $5 a week. uh, $5 a month. $5 $5 a month. <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, geez, I mean, <laughs> that'd be very... G- hey, if you give us $5 a week, that'd be very generous. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> wouldn't be opposed to it. No, we'd be fine with that. Sure. That's fine. Yeah. You said $5 a month. That's right. Five Australian dollars a month will get you uh, access to weekly content. I think that's where the week and month thing yeah. crossed over in my mind. And especially with the current exchange rates for Americans, that's like, what, $4.70? Four dollars sixty, well, maybe an Australian do- dollars. An Australian dollar is about seventy six US cents. Yeah. So yeah, about four, three, three eighty, three ninety. Three eighty. There you go. So yeah. under four, under four dollars US a month. Cheap as chips, and you can as we'd us. say. Yeah. So you can either donate one dollar a month, and that just gets you. Or that, well, actually, no, that you support our cause. Yep. And it gets you a shout out on the podcast. That's a donation uh, to the Human Fund. That's right, the Human Fund. Money, money for, for people. Money for being, people. Being indeed. two people in Australia. Yeah. And for five Australian dollars per month, you get. Uh, yeah, basically a shout out as well, supporting the podcast, and you get some bonus content. Uh, so, basically, yeah, early access to interviews and reviews that we do, as well as other bonus content. Maybe you know, Patreon only episodes of certain things. Yeah, no, we uh, we're we're kind of playing the bonus content by ear, uh, but it will be a mix of you know, hopefully interviews, bonus episodes, reviews some of which we've done in the past, yeah, but we, we, w- we would only sort of release this on Patreon for those sort of supporters initially. That's right. Uh, and yeah. even things like we've been talking about getting down to the nitty-gritty of our top 10 secondaries of all time. Yeah. You know, maybe we can... We'll have an episode where we dissect them and why we chose them and stuff. And, yeah. You know, things like that. Things that things that if you paid a bit extra a month, you get access to it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, and we have talked about competitions and some more bits and pieces down the line, but we'll see how it goes. Yeah, just donate and uh, see what happens. That's right. And finally, we are... on 
on uh, any service you get your podcast. So iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, type in Seinfeld, you'll find us. If you want to rate us and review us, uh, that would be really, really awesome. All right. Well, I'm going to get into the toilet cubicle, lock the door, sit down, make sure I have some toilet paper, and uh, let's read the Seinfeld news. Sounds good. Okay, this week's Seinfeld news. Only one. Oh, one. Only one. One ply. That's right. One ply. One square of news. <laughs> it was it was a newspaper and it's like the shape of one ply of yeah. toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. all it was. Yeah. And uh, just to uh, add dramatic effect, I'm reading this news uh, handwritten from a toilet paper ply. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm reading it off my phone as usual. Yeah. So it's actually really good news. It's actually quite big news. So uh, as we've talked about uh, from last year, uh, Jerry Seinfeld signed up with Netflix. He signed a $100 million deal. Yes. Included in that deal for uh, viewers was two specials, one of which was released last year and uh, another I think is coming next year and also the 10th season of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. So through the week, uh, the the details for the next seasons of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee were released. So season 10 will come out on July 6th on Netflix worldwide. So nice. Australia, America, England. The works. Everywhere. There's no waiting and no. any of that stuff. No, no, no. And also season 10 of Seinfeld. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. One thing Not at yet. a time. One thing at a time. Yep. yep. Uh, they also mentioned a few guests who will be on this season. Uh, so we'll be getting uh, some car rides and chats and coffees with Jerry Lewis, which I'm really looking oh, forward to. Oh, the late to. Jerry Lewis. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, Dana Carvey, Kate McKinnon, uh, Alec Baldwin, again, again I think he's yeah. in the second or I've third actually, episode. I've seen the Alec Baldwin one. I think he was episode six or five. Yeah. yeah he was in the first season. Yeah, yeah he was really good. I watched it. Actually, I watched it the other day. The yeah. Alec Baldwin one, yeah. Brian Rogan. I'm not sure who that is. Joe Rogan's brother? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably some relation. Maybe. Uh, Ellen DeGeneres, uh, Tracy Morgan, and a few more. Okay. Uh, Dave Chappelle's probably in there too, because we have I talked about... I think he's about... in there. Yeah, I saw the trailer. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that comes out in about three weeks. And it makes sense, because Dave Chappelle has a deal with Netflix too. Yeah. So it's a good crossover. Yeah. 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 I'm sure he would have been on it anyway. I mean, he's a pretty famous comedian. And he's had like a somewhat... You know, he's got a small revival. Oh, for sure. You know, a huge online. revival, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. revival online. So, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's all the Seinfeld news for the week. So in three weeks, tune in for Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. We'll uh, we'll talk about it as it's released. Because um, this is the first time anything other than Jerry before Seinfeld, which we did review last year, mm. any new Seinfeld content has come out as we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to talk about it as it's released. You Maybe know. if you do sign up to Patreon, it can be uh, exclusive content. Yeah. We can review Comedians and Cars. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah, we could do a few episodes reviewing the series of Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. That sounds cool. That's, that, that's one idea, but you just, please donate. And uh, yeah, if you want it. Pay up. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> Any support you can provide us is excellent. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, why don't you give us an episode synopsis? Uh, let's do it. All right, The Stall. First aid in the US on January 6th, 1994. Directed by... Now, I listened to another Seinfeld podcast mm. uh, that has come up. Uh, I think they're called The Four Who Ruled. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, I think they've been out for since last year. And I, I listened... Uh, they did an episode. I think they're up to season two at yep. the moment. And... Uh, I have not realised this, and I can't believe like no one has picked us up on it. The director of Seinfeld, or you know, in some of the seasons, is not Tom Sharones that I used to say, Tom Sharones. Mm. So I I can't believe out of nearly sixty episodes, I still haven't got the pronunciation. So thanks very much for who ruled for uh, you know <laughs> saying it correctly. I was like, oh, it's Sharones. Whoops. Yeah. I guess because we're not from America, we don't. No, it's not a common manage. last name. No, not really. At least over here, I've yeah. never seen it. So. I, I always said Sharones. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah. No, that's it, it's not a it's not a bad mispronunciation. I'm just surprised no one picked it up. Picked it's not up like you it. said Cheroness. True. You or, know, or something ridiculous. Or Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> you know, who's that guy? <laughs> Direct, sorry, uh, yeah, first aired January 6th, 1994. Directed by Tom Sharones. Written by Larry Charles. At a movie It's actually Larry Charles. Uh, Charles. <laughs> it's Larry Charles. <laughs> it's good. Latin Americans on Seinfeld. It's very good to see. Yeah. Uh, at a movie. Larry is probably the least Latino name. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Larry the Latino. Larry the Latino. <laughs> Larry Achi. That, that makes sense. <laughs> that, 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 that works. That would. <laughs> at a movie theater's restroom, Elaine realizes that she has no toilet paper in her stall. She asks the woman next door if she has any, which she refuses to provide in the next stall. I mean, uh, the woman returns to her seat. And 
and is revealed to be Jerry's girlfriend, Jane, played by Jamie Gertz. And Elaine returns to her boyfriend, Tony, played by Dan Cortez. Oh, Tony. George has such an infatuation with Tony. He does. Like, Tony, Tony, Tony. A non-sexual crush. Non-sexual crush. He's a mimbo, Tony. Uh, <laughs> Tony, hey. Tony, hey. Tony, hey. I love how Jerry hey. pops the collar. He's like, hey, hey Tony. Hey. Hey. <laughs> and Elaine just rolls her eyes. I know. Uh. <laughs> I know. She's so superficial in this episode, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, she is. <sighs> The 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 her, her constant denial is funny though, you know, you know she's she's denying yeah, that she's, she's denying going that, out with him. Yeah, going but as soon as face, she finds yeah. out he has an accident, not if he's okay. What about his face? What about his, what face? about his face? That was the first thing she was <laughs> know, concerned so about. Not about face? his well-being. And then George is like, oh, he's alive. And he's like, <laughs> yeah. what, but what about his but face? But what about his face? I know. Yeah. Crazy. Awesome. The two women tell their dates about what happened. Back at Jerry's the next day, Kramer uses his phone to call... Oh, Jerry's phone to call a telephone sex line, much to Jerry's dismay. Elaine comes in and tells Jerry about what happened at the movie theatre, and Jerry realises that the other woman is Jane, but doesn't tell Elaine. I love the way that that scene's filmed and the way it's acted, because yeah. Jerry's walking into his room and he puts his finger up like, you know, wait a second, continue, but I'm just going to go in here for a second. Yeah, yeah. and then, and then Elaine says, mentions oh, it. Yeah. yeah, and then he sort of backs up and is like, what? Yeah. he just Because <laughs> he knows straight away. He knows, he realises. He can almost like, oh. see this whole episode happening in his head in that moment, Yeah, because he knows that now he has to keep them apart. Yeah, and that's why he puts all that gum in Jane's yeah. mouth. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway, we'll get to that bit in a minute but uh, <laughs> just before that I love how Jerry puts all this gum in Jane's mouth and Jane you know obviously can't speak and mm. Elaine because Elaine will probably you know recognise her voice yeah. or whatever and she's like oh, 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 oh. it's tattooed in my brain it's tattooed in my yeah Kramer it's Erica she's Erica <laughs> <laughs> yeah and it, it, it's it's really funny because um, yeah like and then she walks out and I love how Jerry puts it back on Jane she's like mm. oh no Jane does that all the time yeah and then Jerry and, takes and the audience side. and the audience actually shrieks or the audience like reacts to it they're like oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's like oh my god <laughs> meanwhile George becomes enamoured of Tony uh, claiming that he's such a cool guy and Jerry suspects that what Elaine. Are you in the eighth grade? What are you in the eighth grade? And Jerry suspects that Elaine is dating Tony because he's attractive and a mimbo, like I mentioned before. Tony, Tony, hey, 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 hey. Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, George, and Kramer go rock climbing, and after a miscommunication, Tony falls from the rock and ends up in hospital with damage to his face, which ends up being in bandages. Tony refuses to be friends with George anymore. George, I said, step off. <laughs> Step off, George. Yeah. Which leaves him upset. George is getting upset. <laughs> Kramer meets Jane in Jerry's apartment and thinks that she is the phone sex worker, Erica. Her voice is tattooed onto my brain, <laughs> as Kramer would say. At Monk's, Elaine tells Jerry that she is unsure whether she'll have any or he will have any permanent damage or not. And Kramer says that he has to he has set up a date with Erica so he can find out what she looks like. Jane walks in and denies that she's a phone sex operator. Elaine realizes that Jane was the woman at the movies, and when Jane asks Elaine for a spare square, she runs out of the bathroom with all of the toilet paper. <laughs> Jane then breaks up with Jerry, and on the way out she says to Kramer, You either. In Erica's seductive phone voice. Don't call me again. You either. Yeah, you either. And licks her lips. Yeah. And then, then, then and just they're so stunned. The penny drops the for penny both drops, of them. I know. And then it just cuts. They look at each other. So good. Yeah, it's a really good ending. Very good ending. And uh, there's no other secondaries in the episode. The only two are Tony and Jane. No. So this might be a bit of a shorter one than usual. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 if we were reviewing. Uh, non-human secondary characters I would argue that the sandwiches are secondary characters oh, the sandwiches that George makes oh <laughs> the sandwiches yeah, yeah. he's like because like, he's so persistent with the sandwiches I'll make sandwiches like, our first inanimate secondary <laughs> yeah. character the sandwiches if, if they were if they were within our scope I would argue that they they have a valid place within the secondary character you know yeah empire that yeah. we're building slowly. do you think Tony was a tuna man or do you think he liked his cold meats his cold cuts um I guess when we talk about Tony, we can probably hypothesize. I think as a sort of person that would just eat everything. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Before we do get into Tony uh, or Jane anymore, we'll take a quick break. And then uh, after that, we will talk about some secondary characters. Sounds good. And also a bit of episode trivia. That's right. Up as well. Hello, folks. Matt McCoy here, a.k.a. Lloyd Braun from Seinfeld. And I'm telling you right now, I do not want to be a secondary character. Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. This is But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character, and this is the second episode of our Season 4 of the podcast. We're talking about Season 5's The Stall, and... Uh, as you know, you've probably listened to other Seinfeld podcasts and you've been like, oh, they go in chronological order. Not here. 
we basically pick whichever ones we want or whichever ones you want. That's right. So, yeah, we were talking about the little Jerry last week from Season 8, and now we're talking about the stall. That's right. No method to our madness at all. Indeed, indeed. Now, we talked a bit about a plot synopsis uh, of the episode, The Stall, and uh, we've got a bit of episode trivia for you. So, uh, what do you reckon, Steve? Yeah, sounds good. Uh, What trivia do you have? Okay, when Jane gives Jerry a massage, he exclaims, boy, I've been waiting for this. Mm. And uh, this is a reference to an earlier Season 5 episode called The Masseuse. Yes. Where Jerry's girlfriend, who's a masseuse, refuses to give him a massage. Yep. So he's finally, he's like, it was like two or three episodes before. Yeah. And then he's just like, oh, I've been waiting for this. I love that. If you were a Seinfeld nerd and you picked that up without knowing that this was trivia, that payoff would just be I knew it. So as soon as I, I, I saw it, I'm like, yeah, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Yep. yep. So good. Very and if good. you... I, I didn't know that that was a reference to the uh, to the masseuse. Oh, yeah, yeah. But when you watch that scene in this episode in the stall, uh, you listen to the crowd reaction. Yeah, they're all cheering. it's almost like the crowd yeah. were in the know. They realised. Maybe yeah, they were told... Yeah by you know the the set director or whoever was sort of you know running the crowd on on the on the day of filming yeah. to sort of give it a bit more of a reaction you know maybe they got a bit of a you know a bit of an encouragement to laugh a bit more yeah. cuz their reaction is way too much if they weren't in the know you know what i mean of course yeah. oh who knows or, yeah. who knows but or maybe they were just such big fans yeah. the episode i think was only 2 weeks before this yeah. one so maybe they already knew but it wouldn't have aired yet oh you never know. No. <laughs> it's not like it's filmed and then aired straight away. There's usually a few months yeah. between. Anyway. Who knows? Uh, the second bit of trivia. Uh, this is the only episode in the series uh, that shows the bathroom for Monk's Coffee Shop. That's correct, yes. Yep. They do mention it a few times, and you know, in, in certain episodes, characters do go to the bathroom, but you never see... You don't ever see even the bathroom door. And isn't it funny how it looks like the one from the theatre? Yeah. Except with a different decor? Yeah. But it's like the same They probably two, just redressed the they set. They just redressed the set. They repainted you know, it. It's like yeah. two stalls yep. with, the, with the basin. You yeah. don't ever see the bathroom in Monk's, even the outside, no. in the Sniffing Accountant, do you? No, you don't. When no, you, no, that's not at Monk's. That's at another bar. I know, no, but yeah. I know, but you know how he sort of goes into the bathroom? Oh, no, like, you don't even see the door no, you or see anything? Nothing. No, you mm. just see him walk out of, yeah. out of shot. Yeah. Yep. Okay, do you yeah. have any more trivia? Yes, I do. This is the first of only two episodes where Jerry's seen using his computer. Yeah. What do you think he was doing? I don't know. Because the other episode is The Strong Box, yeah. which we covered last season. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, I don't know what he was doing. Like, I was trying to make out... I know, obviously, he was just doing it for the sake of recording but yeah. what do you think was on his screen it looked like a website of some sort yeah maybe I don't know I guess if you zoomed in you'd probably see or maybe it was just like a standard picture they just who, pretended it was like a website who knows who knows I don't know I don't know but maybe, he uses maybe, it twice in the episode maybe he was looking up whether uh, movie cinemas still have the uh, you know the ushers with the old ladies with the, the flashlights to flush <laughs> yeah. people out but this is like pre-Google I guess he would have used Ask Jeeves or does it, remember, I don't think remember those kind of search engines even, most most internet in ninety four ninety five were just bulletin boards, ah, you know, and okay. and websites where people just put a bunch of random shit up, yeah, that true. they're interested in. I was listening to a podcast the other day about the origins of eBay. Oh yeah, and before it was you know its own auction site, the the original owner he had his own website, you know, whatever dot com or yeah. whatever it was, and on there was like something about I think it was like. Uh, some civil war history because he was a civil war buff or something like that right some stuff about gardening like just this <laughs> random smattering of of interests and also ebay or what would become ebay just a, a, a an auction thing for people to, yeah. to buy and sell stuff on yeah you know it before the internet was what we currently know internet's you know sites were just weird it was weird actually really weird did you know did you like space jam as a kid uh, I never, I've never actually seen it. Oh, you I've seen, seen the, it? I know oh, the wow. website's still up. If yeah, that's it's what still you're up. Say. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Apparently, it's still up. You yeah. can go to spacejam.com or something. Yeah. There. yeah. Pretty yeah. cool, huh? Yeah, there oh, are some old like, GeoCities yeah. sites still floating around <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Crazy. Even yeah. MySpace still exists. You can oh, still find your old page. It does. You know, but I mean, that's a different era. It is. Yeah. That, that's that's what, what is it? Internet 2.0. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> Social media. Interesting point on Jerry using his computer. I guess this is something, you know, a bit of a bit of a kick for anyone who, uh, buys into the you know Apple versus Windows sort of thing, or Microsoft thing. Um, the the computer that Jerry's using is an Apple Mac. Yeah, yeah. But then there's a copy of Windows 95 on his shelf. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, you know. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> really cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. It's like you wouldn't need that continuity. Please. <laughs> that's it. Uh, Kramer refers to the coffee shop as Monks for the first time by he, name. Yeah. yeah. He usually just calls it the coffee shop. Yeah, that's right. It's always just been referred to as the coffee shop, mm-hmm. and he does it really quickly as well. You can't really pick it up if you didn't. It, I mean, if if because you know we read we do a lot of research about the episodes, not just the secondary characters. 
And if this wasn't pointed out in our research, I wouldn't have thought, oh, hang on, this is the first time it's ever referred to as monks. You just assume it always has been. Yeah. Because you always see the sign, so you just you don't even think, oh, they never say monks. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's a cool bit of trivia. And did you know there's a deleted scene for this episode? Really? Yes. It was cut due to time constraints because the episode was too long. Apparently, instead of George, Kramer, and Tony going rock climbing, Elaine and Tony were meant to go together. Okay. And he was meant to break up with her over a pimple on her face. Right. Yeah. Do you think he would have broken up with her rock climbing? Oh, I don't know. But apparently they were going to rock climb. Mm-hmm. And uh, because you know how she's all shallow, she's like, oh, Tony has a nice face. Mm. Tony was going to dump her for having a blemish on her face. Wow. While so, they were rock climbing. So he's aware that he uh, has a perfect face. Yeah. I don't know whether Elaine would have dropped the rope by accident, you know, and Tony suffered the same mm. pain. I'm not too sure about that. But I heard that was a deleted scene. That's a cool... I like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we've uh, mentioned Tony twice, so why don't we just start with him? We shall. Played by Danny Dan Cortez, uh, or Cortez, yeah. We'll say Dan Cortez. There we go. Yep. N- another Latin Danny American. C. Danny C. Uh, known for appearing in Demolition Man, one of your favorite movies. Oh man! <laughs> as soon as I saw that, yeah. In my little credits list here, I've just got like a random things, and then I've got Demolition Man he as works a credit. At Taco Bell, I think. He's yeah, he's one, one of the waiters, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and he's also in Public Enemies. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know. You, I knew you'd like. It's, it's got one, its. Yeah. It's got its own sentence. Like I've got. He he's appeared in uh, Veronica's Closet. Uh, and what I like about you, and then also its own sentence. He was also in Demolition, Demolition Man. <laughs> in, oh, case, in case I was talking about his yeah, credits, yeah, cool. that's how important it is to me. Nice Demolition Man, such a good and, film. And yes, you did mention he he was in Veronica's Closet. He played uh, in sixty seven episodes of that sitcom as the character Perry Rollins. Okay, I never saw it. Nah, Veronica's Closet. It was only out for a few years, apparently. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, uh, so yeah, Tony. I mean, he's an extreme dude. Yeah. Loves base jumping, snowboarding, yep. skateboarding. You know, he was like one of the dudes in Point Break. Yeah, definitely. He would have been part of Patrick Swayze's crew. Yeah. yeah. He's an extreme st- sports bro. You know, yeah, very Generation X, yeah. you know, slacker. He probably doesn't have a job. Probably not. Nah, you know, and he's like, he loves grunge. Yeah. He has like the grunge alternative rock era, the height of it, you know, mid early mid-90s. Yeah, I would see him more as like a, a Dave Matthews or Soundgarden fan than, say, a Nirvana fan. He's too well-dressed and too you, well-kept you think so? to be like a proper grunger. Okay. I think so, yeah. I don't think he's as cynical because he's really positive and upbeat yeah. and it's like, yeah, man, let's go rock climbing. Whereas like a like a full grungy Gen Xer would be a bit more cynical and like sports is for fucking, you know, for mainstream. Oh, I get what you, you know mean. what I mean? Like I he's, he's a bit too clean-cut maybe. He's a bit maybe. more bright and optimistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, I think he sort of operates between grunge and you know, mainstream somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. definitely he likes rock. I yeah, yeah, for he sure. Listen to like college radio, rock radio. Yeah, yeah, that sort of stuff. For sure. Yeah. Um, I could see him being a Pearl Jam fan. Like Pearl Jam to oh, me yeah. were always like the more clean cut. Even though they're you know they from they're from Seattle and the same I'm grunge scene. You know, but they were they were like more of a clean cut. Yeah. Like all round rock band. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Um, he reminded me a bit of uh, in Cliffhanger. This two, I don't know what their character names are, but I've always just called them the Snow Bros. Oh, are they John Lithgow's henchmen? No, 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 no. Oh, they're no. two like young. Um, I think they're uh, what do they call it? Base jumping, cliff oh, jumping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, they they get killed, or one of them gets killed in cliffhanger. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they're just yeah. like, yeah, man, like we're going up to the mountain, man. We're gonna jump off, man. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what Tony's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. He just I I don't know their names in cliffhanger, but I've always just called them the Snow Bros. Yeah, or the Ice Goons because yeah. they're just like two. Like slacker dead shits. I'm sure we can find the credits. Yeah, on it. yeah, yeah, yeah. One thing that I found really interesting about Tony and her his relationship with Elaine. Elaine usually goes for like corporate business types, mm. you know, people with money or flash jobs and you know nice apartments. Tony, I think she just likes him because of his face. Yeah, he's an attractive, good-looking man. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I think um he, I think she she would always she would. It, you know, she's quite a thoughtful person. Yeah, uh, I think she knows deep down. That it's not going to last. No. It's just it's just a, a bit of fun, a bit of a fling. I think like she even mentions in the episode it yeah. was, that we're going to break up eventually. Definitely, you know, it's going to happen soon. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. he's he's real. He's younger. He's a bit more exciting. He's a bit less intelligent yeah. or, or cultured than her usual, or successful, or whatever mm. than her usual picks. Yeah. Um, you know, I think she's just. I think she almost sees him as maybe a bit of a toy boy in yeah, a way. Of course, just a bit. Not of fun, not for the know. age thing, but just because of their different personalities. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's young, he's dumb, he's really hot. I'm sure he's got a great body. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and she's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to be superficial." 
but but not openly in front of Jerry George no, or Kramer. Of course, of course. Yeah, definitely. Tony. Tony. Yeah, Tony. That's my favorite Tony, bit. Yeah. Tony. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Tony. And Just George. the look on his face. And I love how Kramer calls George out and he goes, you're in love with him. Yep. And you... Like, you are in love with you're him. You're in love with Tony. Yeah, you're in love with him. <laughs> and George, George's lack of uh, of protest is, you know, more or less confirms that he's yeah. got some sort of bromance with him. Some sort of feelings, yeah. Some unrequited love. Yeah, definitely, yeah. <laughs> with Tony, <laughs> and I love how George tries to emulate Tony. He puts his cap backwards. And yeah, stuff. <laughs> yeah, and it's just so blatant too. He's like, "Yeah, I'm down. I'm down." And he puts his hat backwards. Yeah, yeah. No, he's really cool. I wouldn't be surprised that. Uh, you said that he doesn't have a job, which well, I think is, yeah, well, you know, or he's a bit of a slacker. I don't think yeah. he's a very motivated person professionally. No. But I wouldn't be surprised if he does a bit of modeling. Okay. You know, I don't know. He could do... What, he models snowboarding gear? Well, yeah. I mean, he could model He could model like outdoors wear or mm-hmm. extreme sports wear. Yeah. I, could, I could see him in like a North Face catalog or something. Well, before his accident. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> of course. <laughs> up until this point. Up until he meets the core four, who yeah. again, ruins someone's ruins life. Ruins someone's life. Yeah. He does. Like unreversibly ruins someone's life. I know. George goes to get the sandwiches. He's yeah. meant to hold the rope. And yeah. the rope just slides out of the carabiner. But credit, credit where credit is due... Even though George uh, should have been more mindful of the fact that they were fucking rock climbing, yeah. he he didn't do it. You know, he was careless, but he w- he wasn't malicious. You know, like normally George is probably the most callous person out of the core four, yeah, and the most like opportunistic and vindictive. Yeah. So the fact that the accident was caused by carelessness rather than sort of intention. Yeah. You know, because he just wanted to give him a sandwich. He's of like, course. yeah, you want a sandwich? Yeah. So. They probably could have waited till they went up the mountain or went up the rock. Yeah, you know, and also very, very lucky that Tony was at the bottom of the rock. Yeah, he wasn't like up with them because if he fell from there, yeah, death. But there's a shot you know? where you see them on the you see the whole mountain. The rock isn't massive. Well, but they're about they're nearly. He, they're nearly he would up. be dead. He wouldn't have just fallen on his face and you know been conscious the next day. Yeah, as he was, he would be dead. No. Yeah, I okay. mean, if you fell if you fell twenty feet onto solid rock and it was way higher than twenty feet. You would be fucking dead. But he wasn't. But he was at the bottom, though. He wasn't at their level. No, but I mean, you even hear his fall, yeah. and there's like two seconds of falling. <laughs> yeah. You know, if someone falls pretty fast, that's at least ten or fifteen meters. I think it would have been pretty dark if he died. Yeah, yeah I'm not. I'm really not dark. saying that he should have died in the episode, but yeah, I'm yeah. saying in reality, he would have not just gotten a busted up face and then been conscious the been next day. Done. He would have either been a pancake, dead, or both. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, or a vegetable or, or a vegetable something yeah. yeah his injuries would have been a lot more severe is what oh, I'm trying in, to say indeed yeah. so lucky for him yeah, definitely so I like Tony yeah I like him a lot he's yeah, cool he's cool I noticed he's wearing a New York Giants hat and they're the uh, New York NFL team that's right do you think he's an NFL fan or he just wears it sort of stylishly because you see a lot of people getting around in like especially in Australia um, you know culturally America's pretty pretty prevalent in most places it is yes um, and you see a lot of people wearing like New York Yankees caps but I'm sure if you stopped most of them they probably aren't Yankees fans it's just a fashion accessory it's do probably, you think, I think it's probably that do you think it's more about that for him than him actually being because I would I would you know he's a sports person he loves extreme sports he loves rock climbing he probably likes kite surfing and wakeboarding and you know things that are a bit more dangerous hmm. I don't think he would like NFL or baseball like the more traditional older sports unless if he was a jock in high school yeah and maybe he fell into like extreme sports and then he okay. grew his, he, he met the community he got with the community and he okay. grew his hair long so his entry point into sports or being a sports fan was maybe baseball NFL maybe you know more or maybe sort his of... dad went for the Giants oh, okay and he yeah, followed yeah, yeah. Him, you know yeah and then he moved on to more extreme sports. Yeah, maybe he played football in school and then one day he went base jumping or rock climbing and he True. loved it and yep. he got involved. There's no in it. rush. There's no rush. And what, what is it that George wanted to do? George is like, let's do this. Let's go bowling. Oh, let's go bowling. Yeah, That's right. There's no rush. There's no rush. Yeah, I do have here in my notes that he doesn't like bowling. Bowling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bowling. <laughs> bowling. <laughs> and then George tries to argue about the, you know, the extremity of bowling. Yeah. He's like, not buying it at it's, all. He's not buying it at yeah. all. Yeah. No, I really like Tony. He's cool. Yeah, he's yeah. cool. I he's felt cool. really sorry for him. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just this happy-go-lucky he's a bit of a poppy dog he is a bit dumb he is a bit superficial he was a bit bratty in in the opening scene where um you know elaine forgot his was like you forgot my popcorn babe you know <laughs> yeah. you know he comes across as a tiny bit entitled but i really like him he's like a putty light in, yeah. the, in the way he talks i mean yeah that's and he's true. like where's my popcorn babe yeah that's what putty would say where's my popcorn babe that's true you know? yeah in, in terms defi- of his speech yeah. yeah there's definitely a few puttyisms <laughs> peppered within his speech yeah um well, no, actually, I guess you would say there's definitely a few Tonyisms peppered within puppy, pu- puppy, putty's speech. <laughs> puppy, puppy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I really like Tony. Do you have anything else about him? 
Um, no, that's about it okay. for me. Well, let's talk about Jane slash Erica. Indeed. Played by actress and producer Jamie Gertz. She's known for Twister, The Lost Boys, Still Standing, which was a TV show. She was in 88 episodes of that. And she was in the film 16 Candles. Yep. Uh, she was nominated for an Emmy in 2001 for Ally McBeal uh, as the character Kimmy Bishop, uh, outstanding guest actress in a comedy. And she was nominated for a 1997 Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Supporting Actress in Twister. Wow. Yeah, Razzie. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Pretty bad. You know, yeah, Twister was one of the first ever films to go on DVD. Wow. Mm. Now that I think about it, everyone's DVD collection, you know, when DVDs were a bit more Everyone had popular, Twister. Everyone had Twister. They did. Twister, Forrest Gump. Yeah. One of the Lord of the Rings, you know, probably a handful of other movies. Yeah, yeah. But Twister was definitely Twister one of them. Twister was one of them. Yeah. It was one of the first, yeah. For sure. They got pressed. Uh, it, when I was reading her credits, I noticed that she starred with uh, Debbie Weaver in a sitcom called The Neighbours. And oh, okay. I just thought it was Neighbours, which is an Australian <laughs> sitcom. Yeah. To anyone yeah. outside of Australia and the UK, Neighbours is a very popular and long-running, uh, trashy kind of sitcom. Uh, yeah. Not sitcom. Um what would you call it? It's Drama? a soap opera. Soap opera. That's soap the one opera. I was looking yeah, for. Yeah, very trashy. Yeah. It'd be very, it's very similar. Oh, well, it's not as cheesy as, say, Days of Our Lives or mm. Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah. But it's, it's not as, it's a bit more grounded. It's very formulaic. It's very yeah. grounded. But it's one of those things where you watch one episode, yeah. you have to watch the next. Yeah, And the next, sure. and you fall into the rabbit hole. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's always like returning long lost brothers who fake their death or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, I thought you were dead. Always, this, yeah. like, I was in Tibet, you know, at a monastery. Crikey, crikey! Yeah, I was with a guy reason. called Jay Peterman in Burma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, top bloke that fella. Dressed dressed pretty good. Stylish bloke. <laughs> stylish bloke. Stylish. Talked a lot of shit. Yeah. Good bloke though. Stylish cover. <laughs> yeah, stylish cover. <laughs> stylish cover. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sheila's loved him. Sheila's yes. <laughs> so yeah, Jane. I you know I mentioned off air before we started recording i thought she was rachel mm. from like later in season five i'm like is that the same actress no way i think but it's the haircut like, i think it's the haircut and the and the color of the hair they that have really a similar, dark brown yeah they have a really similar resemblance definitely yeah yeah definitely yep. uh I, one thing uh, about jane you know kramer says that well kramer and elaine uh both say that her voice is is tattooed in their brains yeah you know her phone sex voice as erica uh and just her normal jane voice as elaine and I listened to her voice, and there wasn't anything overly distinctive about it that would make it really memorable. She might just put it on for yeah. the phone. You know? No, but even even her put-on voice, she just sounds like a generic, sultry phone sex worker. Yeah. Like, hey, big boy. Like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I could, get what you mean. She didn't really have a distinct voice no, or a voice pattern. No, I mean, uh, Elaine, yeah. Elaine's friend, um, you know, you got to see the baby. Like, to me, that is a voice that would tattoo itself into your brain because yeah. it's so just penetratingly annoying but Jane's but not so much Jane's is just like she just sounds like a New York woman yeah, she's got a New York accent yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know it's just I'm surprised that her character when it was being written they said you know or they either cast someone who has a distinct voice or they even told um, Jamie Jamie, Jamie to really turn it up so it sounds really unique. Or maybe Jamie just killed her audition, and they're like, "Oh, yeah. we can work with it." Yeah, you know, yeah. it's fine. It's not. It's not a. It's not an. It's not a forgettable it's voice. It's not a deal it's just, breaker. For it's the just. Episode. But so much yeah. of the episode's humor is based in the fact that Kramer's trying to figure out where this voice, you know, where he knows it from. And it's like it's not that memorable. It's it just to me there was just a bit of a disconnect between her actual voice and how much they were. Uh, you know how memorable it was to Elaine and Kramer that's all yeah yeah and one thing that, that I noticed as you just mentioned that before you mentioned like Jane's voice not being recognisable mm. if anything Jane should have remembered Elaine's voice yeah Elaine has a very or Julia Louis uh, Dreyfus had a really distinct yeah, voice yeah I'd argue as I'd argue so that you think Jane too. would remember Elaine's yeah. kind of voice yeah. you know it's like oh I think I think Julia Louis had a more yeah, you know, distinct voice. Yeah, than, uh, than Jamie did. For sure. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Um, <laughs> no, no, not, not there's anything wrong with it. No, no, no. It's not. It's not that her voice is bad. Yeah. I just thought, given the fact that Kramer and Elaine talk about her voice being so distinctive, yeah. and they actually say tattooed, which is a pretty, tattooed, yeah. pretty like descriptive way of remembering a voice. Yeah. Her voice isn't that distinctive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Um, I was trying to figure out as well because obviously she she uh, secretly is a phone sex worker. Um, but she's insistent that she has a job. You know, it's very boring. It's in paper goods. Do you think she actually has a job and she just moonlights as a phone sex worker or that is her job? And uh, she just makes up the, you know, her, like her quote unquote, like legitimate job to just, to, you know, to, to cover up her phone sex work. It's probably, maybe she moonlights as a phone sex worker. Yeah. But no, but then again, Kramer calls it during the day. Mm, so that's true. Unless if mm. unless she's pretending I sell paper goods, you jerk. Mm. Maybe she just made it up. Yeah, I couldn't figure out like there was nothing 
there were no clues in the episode to think well to make me think does she do both or is she just lying about her normal job you know and she's just a full-time phone sex operator and then i'm thinking why would she even lie about that you know is she is she ashamed about it uh, i don't know i don't know well obviously if she, if she meets someone and they say what do you do oh i'm a phone sex worker okay yeah there's there's like a stigma attached to it yeah you know? especially no. like people who are who are strippers or yeah. dancers or yeah no i'm not know, saying cross- that she shouldn't you know, like I understand why she would be motivated to to keep it under wraps and maybe just talk about it with her closest friends or whatever but I guess my question was more of like why do you think she's ashamed or she just doesn't want to answer annoying questions of like oh, you know pe- just dumb questions that people ask like ignorant questions maybe, I don't I know think, like, I think it's probably that yeah and it's probably you know people will say oh can you I'll give you my number and you can call me directly yeah you know people like come on to her and stuff and yeah like, uh, yeah and plus I think there's there's just that stigma Yep. With selling sexual services, mm. you know, if you do it, you're like a prostitute or a yeah, you must slut. be, yeah, you know, you must be, you know, always up for it, your whore, yeah, know, that sort of stuff, yeah. So I think she'd probably be labelled as like true promiscuous, you know, so she yeah. probably just keeps it under wraps, true, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean, you know, it's, I mean, it's less less stigmatized now, but you know, it would have been a lot worse twenty odd years ago yeah, in the nineties, so. exactly. Yeah, that's true, actually. Mm. Yeah, um, I was thinking as well, does. Do you think Kramer calls himself Andre, or do you think she gave him that name? No, he does. He does? Does yeah. he admit it? Does he say, I call myself Andre, or is, it, is that just so. sort of clear? I think he just uses Andre. Okay. You know? Yeah. And plus, at that point, we didn't know Kramer's first name. Mm, that's true. So maybe people thought, oh, Andre's his first name. That's true. You know? What's the episode where he reveals? It was in season name? six. Uh, it was the one where his mum was in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cosmo. That's right. And then Newman hooks up. Cosmo? With Cosmo. Cosmo, yeah. Kramer? That was season six, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We have done that episode. We have. Oh, no, no. We no, we talked haven't. about Babs. Oh, in that's season right. One. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But um, yeah. Yep. And I wanted to ask this question to you. Most of the questions I've asked so far have been semi-rhetorical, <laughs> but this is a direct question to you, Ivan. Oh, please. Why do you think she was so uh, protective and so hoarding, if you like, about toilet paper? Like what? Mm. I don't know. Because to me, that's pretty. That's not a very decent thing. It's like if you know, if a stranger is in the store next to you and they can't wipe their own piss up. You know, spare a few squares. What maybe are you, what they, are you doing? Maybe she honestly only had a few, like squares. Yeah. You know, maybe give her benefit of the doubt. Okay. You know? I don't know. I, I mean, I can't explain it. I mean, I don't know etiquette in women's bathrooms. Yeah. I don't know how it, it would work. And I don't plus, think there's any specific etiquette. It's just like general decency of like, yeah. hey, I need some help. Can you help me out? Yeah, sure. Here I you mean, go. if there was like another guy in the other stall and he said, oh, hey, mate, sorry to do this to you. Hmm. You know, can I have some? I'd, I'd, I'd chuck it under the door. Yeah. All right, yeah, go for it. Of course, because yeah, yeah. I'd want that done to me if I was in that situation. i throw him a roll. Yeah. I'd throw him a whole roll. <laughs> throw him a roll, exactly. Unless there's only like one roll left. But yeah. that'd be like one of the best Seinfeldisms in the world. Yeah. If that happened to me one day, I've got a good Seinfeldism <laughs> coming up later. Yeah, so do I. A perfect, like a really good one. But that would have been like one of the best Seinfeldisms yeah. in the world. Imagine if it happened this week too. Yeah. So I was in the toilet. <laughs> yeah. I was in, a, I was in uh, you know, uh, a movie a cinema toilet. I somehow ended up in the women's bathroom. I think I got them confused. And the lady goes, excuse me, can you spare a square? I didn't have one, mate. Uh, <laughs> I think the bigger problem is, why are you in the women's loose? I identify as a female. Yes. <laughs> Gender neutral. Yes, that'd be my excuse. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I, th- I think she comes across as a bit sort of like highly strung and yeah. a bit sort of I don't know neurotic in a way. Okay. She's quite I don't know like she's she's haughty over the napkins as well. Ah, she is actually. You know, yeah, so yeah. she's got some sort of uh, like almost anxiety she, about yeah. separating from from you know little squares of paper. She feels like she has like an ownership over them. Yeah. You know, like. Once they're hers, they're hers. Yeah, and and she also lies about working for paper goods. So there's some connection between paper goods, so toilet mm. paper, napkins, and working in paper goods. She has a paper fetish, or maybe maybe she's an only child and she grew up in a well-established family, and oh, she so got the idea everything of she wanted. Was yeah. just foreign to her. Yeah, basically. Yeah, might have been something of, of that nature. I don't know. Yeah, there's some there's some sort of vague connection between um you know emotionally traumatic connection between. Toilet paper, tissues, and paper goods. Yeah. But I don't think she sells paper goods. I think that's just a cover for her yeah. actual job. Yeah. Yep. But the fact that she used that as a cover job, you know, she could have said anything. Like, paper I, goods, I sell yeah. anything. Could have been computers. But that's, or... that's the great writing of Seinfeld. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's, that's the beauty of the writing. You know, they, they incorporated that into, for into sure. the plot. For sure. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I, I couldn't tell whether I liked Jane or not. I, I don't know. Like I, yeah. I feel I feel mixed about her. For a one-off character, she was okay. Yeah, I mean, she's funny, and yeah. she she's very uh, she serves a really funny function in the episode. But just you know, as a person, as an independent person, 
I don't know. I'm like, she's a bit of a jerk, but she doesn't do anything that bad. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I couldn't... I, I, I can't arrive at a solid opinion of whether I like her or not. <laughs> I don't know. But what she's a, got a good, uh, very sultry voice right at the end. She does. You either. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I think she would be a very good phone sex worker. I think she would be too. Yep. Yes. I, I think I've called phone sex before like years ago when it was like a thing. <laughs> $8 a minute. <laughs> Five, four ninety five a minute. Yeah. Oh but um, yeah, I think if, if she picked up and she talked to me as Erica, I'd be like, yeah, I'll stay on. I'll pay $5 a minute to listen to you. I'd be like, are your parents proud of you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? How old are you? Are you 13? Yeah. <laughs> Have you gone through puberty yet? <laughs> yeah. Did you find this number in the back of your dad's porn? <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Uh? <laughs> yeah, my voice would be breaking probably. No. Yeah. yeah so. Do you have anything else about Jane? No, nothing about Jane. Um, okay. But they're the only two secondary characters for today. Yeah. 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 But go. two really good solid ones. Yeah, very solid ones yeah. indeed. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we can definitely wipe wipe ourselves of that now. I think we've got enough spares to <laughs> s- squares to spare. Let's, uh, uh, let's have a quick toilet break, Stephen, and uh, when we come back... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one fly, one fly. <laughs> when we come back, we'll uh, talk about where the stall sits in our favourite episodes of all time. Does Tony and Jane sit in our best secondary characters ever? You'll find that out. Plus some Seinfeldisms of what happened in our daily lives and a bit of Seinfeld trivia for this week, and we'll wrap up. Oh, hey, how you doing? Uh, Jane, this is my neighbour Kramer. Oh, hey. Hello, Kramer. <laughs> Well, hello, Jane. Jerry's told me so much about you, I feel like I know you intimately. Oh, I don't think so. No, we never met. I never talked to you before on the phone. All right, I'll see you later, buddy. Oh, wait, 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 go, where are you going? Uh, uptown, uh, to the Y. Oh, I'm going uptown, too. You want to split a cab? What about the driver? <laughs> What are you talking about? All right, I changed my mind. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I'm going to go now. All right, well, I'll see you later. Nice okay. to meet you. See ya. What's with you? That's her. Who? Erica. She's Erica. Welcome back to But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. This week, we are talking about the stall and its secondary characters. Uh, we've talked about Jane and also Tony. Hey. Hey. Tony. Hey. Hey. Oh, sorry. I just came back from my toilet break. Okay. I was washing my hands. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm not puppy. I'm not going to just walk out and go back to the <laughs> to the studio. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Steven, Steven's just looking back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. At yeah. the uh, at the at microphone the f- in your right. hands. <laughs> oh, never using your microphone. I make you a special podcast. Stephen. Very special. I edit you a special podcast. Very special. Very special. <laughs> so, Stephen, out of forty-nine episodes that we have reviewed, not including what's the deals, of course, mm. where does the stall sit? It sits at number fourteen. Oh, cool. really like this episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, I won't go through my top ten again. We'll put them in the show notes uh, this week. Oh, we forgot to do that last week. We did. Yeah, but we'll put them this week. That's okay. fine. All right. Yeah. Uh, what about you? For me, uh, close, number 15. Okay. Yeah, very good episode. And it's one where, like, like even though I've, there's 14 better ones that I've seen before, this is one of the ones where if, I, if I'm if i doing something and I turn on the TV, mm. like I mentioned at the, the start of the episode, and this one comes on, For sure. I, I sit down and watch it. Would you call this funny. episode, like, a classic or just just below a classic oh man I mean I think for me it's a classic okay personally but yeah. pr- it, it, I'm talking about one of those classics that everyone oh, knows like, probably not you know like the summer of George it's, it's, or it's, like it's, the it's, marine it's, biologist it's or, a very notable episode but I don't think yeah. it's considered like as part of the classic yeah. pantheon but th- for I me think, it's a classic I think the yeah. scene where the opening scene where Elaine is asking for um for you know for a square to be spared yeah I think that dialogue is considered classic and probably Tony falling from the rock I think that's probably famous okay that sticks in my mind too true that's even going rock climbing yeah okay yeah that's fair hmm. that's fair yeah but definitely a spare to square yeah that oh, that, that, spare, that yeah. phrase yeah. is you know to me is as common as spare a square yeah to yeah. me is almost as common as like you know not that there's anything wrong with that yeah. or you know one De- of those yeah definitely Elaine and Jane being in the cubicles is, is yeah. iconic yeah for sure yeah. for sure I think the episode itself isn't a classic but there are no. some classic moments yeah. in the show in definitely the yep definitely for sure does Jane or Tony sit in your top 20 no of no. all time I no, do like no. both of them yeah. um, well as characters like I said I can't decide uh, whether I like Jane like as a person, but as a character in this episode, yeah. um, I, I thought she was well written. She yeah. was interesting. 
Uh, and the fact that she had this effect, you know, she was Jerry's girlfriend, but she had, she was part of, uh, except George, she, she had this direct connection to all of, uh, you know, to Kramer and Elaine's life yeah, yeah, without yeah. knowing it until the very end. Mm. I thought that was really smart writing. Yeah. Yeah. She just you know, ties it, into all their lives. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, and in ways that they can't figure out like that to me is where the comedy is. It's like, yeah, that's right. they're so close. They're like, I know that, I know that voice. Like yeah. they just can't quite pinpoint it. And then when it all sort of comes to, you know, she figures out who Elaine is at the end. Uh, and then Kramer figures out who she is at the end, right at the very end. It's sort of, it, you know, the payoff. It is all there. works. It yeah, works, I like yeah. it. Um, yeah, so Tony almost made my 20. Okay. My Jane was probably nowhere near it. Yep. Uh, I'll read my top 10 episodes. We haven't done that in a while. Top 10 characters. Uh, top 10 characters, sorry. Yeah. Yep. And number 10, I've, I've made a couple of revisions to my top 10, but okay. I'll, I'll mention them. Number 10, David Putty. He was originally my top five, but I yep. moved him up, moved him back to number ten. Okay. Uh, nine is Joe, the fruit store owner from the Mango. Number eight, Mary Cantati from the Baby Shower. Uh, seven is Aaron, the close talker. Six is Newman. Five is Bookman. He was like number eight, and I'm like, what's okay. he doing all the way down there? No, yeah. I got to bring him back up. So he's number five. Number four is Susan. Three is a Soup Nazi. Two, Frank Costanza. One is Steinbrenner. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Nice. I won't read my top ten again. We'll put them in the show notes. Uh, well, not again. We will put them in the show Yeah, notes. we will. I'm going to send them to you right away. I'll awesome. be like, dude, here's my stuff. Nice. <laughs> nice. Put them in the notes. Cool. Yeah, cool. Uh, so, do you have any Seinfeldisms for the week? <sighs> yeah, I did mention I've got a really good Seinfeldism. So, my partner and I, we stayed in uh, Gippsland, which is east of Victoria, the state of Victoria in Australia. It's probably two or three hours away from Melbourne, hmm. the, the capital city. We very stayed lovely. in a yeah, we stayed in a very small coastal town called Inverloch. Yep. Very small, few shops, you know, and there was a Chinese restaurant, <laughs> right? <laughs> so we got there, and we ordered takeaway. We didn't ask for a table, my partner and I. And we said, oh, how long is it going to be? They said, oh, about 15 minutes. And there were quite a few people waiting. I thought, oh, I think it's going to be a bit more than 15. Because I heard rumblings from other customers saying, oh, we've been waiting half an hour, 40 minutes. Mm. You know, I heard rumblings, and we were talking to other customers. And I thought, oh, 30 minutes later, nothing turned up. I'm like, hey, when's our food coming? Oh, 10 minutes. Sorry, it shouldn't be too long. Okay, sorry. Were you waiting for takeaway or Takeaway Chinese. No, no. Oh, right, no, no, right. no, no, no. I wasn't, I wasn't waiting for a table. Okay. But finally, after about 45 minutes, our food finally turned up. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and I figured I'm in an episode of Seinfeld. You yeah. are. Yeah. You are. Do you think it would have counted if uh, if it wasn't a Chinese restaurant? Because I've waited, you know, way too long for takeaway uh, all it, the time. It would have been fine, but the fact it was a Chinese restaurant. Yeah, and, just... and they kept saying 15 minutes, 10 minutes, you know. They kept giving yep. me times. Yep. And nothing happened until like 45 minutes later, 50 minutes later. True. That was... I put Actually, I, I follow a group on Facebook called No Seinfeld Group for You. Mm. They've got like 30,000 followers or something. Yeah. I put that on Facebook. Got a lot of likes, nice. a lot of comments. Yeah. yeah. And a lot of people saying, oh, get his, get his egg roll. $50, $50. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Sky Burger. You know, I keep getting comments like that from yeah. the Chinese restaurant. I'm yep. like, oh, so good. No, good episode. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for commenting on my post. Um, yeah, guys. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my Seinfeldism. I thought, I, I messaged you about it. I thought, I better, yeah, I knew you'd like yeah, it. Yeah, no, you, you, all you said to me was, I'm currently at a Chinese restaurant. Or you went to a Chinese restaurant. No, we went to a Chinese restaurant. Yeah. But we weren't but waiting, waiting for a table. No, 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 no. Yeah. In your message to me on the weekend, as yeah, it was, yeah. you either messaged me as it was happening. Yeah, as it was happening. I was, yeah. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then I said, oh, we were told 15, but 30 minutes yeah, later, nothing. Yeah, and then I just said, tell me when we record. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's it's always a nice surprise hearing the full story. So I was actually in an episode of Seinfeld. Wow. Was, it, like was it. the food good? Was it worth oh, the wait? Oh, it was all right. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Okay. Uh, I have a Seinfeldism too. All right. So it's not as good as yours. So I was out on Saturday night with a couple of friends. Uh, one friend was driving, so him and I weren't drinking, yep. and our third friend was uh, quite drunk, and he was a bit ranty, um, just a bit like loud and you know verbose. But is this in, to do it, with the opposite? No, no, no. To the opposite of what your instincts tell no, you. One no, guy's no. a teetotaler, and the other one's no, a no, 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 nothing like that. No, nothing like um, that. No, you can't relate it to an episode or anything like that. <laughs> and for the whole night, he was complaining he was just really really focused on and complaining a lot about the fact that his partner his girlfriend doesn't clean um he wasn't like vitriolically angry it was more just like drunken funny ramblings it was hilarious because he was like i'm the mop king and i bought a mop and she does nothing and <laughs> da, 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 da. goodness um and their relationship is fine in case you're wondering it's just this one thing that obviously bugs him because he does a lot of cleaning and she doesn't and he was just a bit ranty about it yeah. that's all cool. <laughs> and then just out of the blue and it, I pissed myself laughing for five minutes he just goes 
it's like fucking Seinfeld. You know, it's like I'm Jerry and she's Kramer. You know, because <laughs> I'm clean and neat and tidy, yeah, she and she's just my, this slob. And she eats out of my fridge. <laughs> you know, comes up with all these get rich quick schemes yeah. with the neighbor. And my friend who I was with. He's not much of a Seinfeld fan. Right. But, uh, but he got the connection. Well, he got the connection. Yeah, yeah. And he knew why I was so, <laughs> so happy that, that my other friend said that. Yeah, yeah. Just completely out oh, of the blue. because he knew about the podcast. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. like, oh, it's like she's Kramer and I'm Jerry, you know, I'm nice. neat and tidy. Nice. Yeah, I was pretty happy with that. So, so. he's a germaphobe as well, is he? No, no, no. He's not He's not pedantically <laughs> no, neat. No, he was just, just making a, just he was the, just making a comparison yeah. emotionally. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Gotcha. So I was pretty happy about that. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice. Cool. <laughs> that's very good. Yeah, I was pretty stoked. Dude, that's a very good Seinfeldism. Yeah, very yeah. good. Just well out done. of the blue, like an accidental Seinfeldism. Yeah, yeah. And do you have a Seinfeldism you'd like to tell us? Um, be sure to drop us an email or drop us something on social media. Yeah, That'd be great. Yep. I feel like uh, everyone who listens to this episode or to this podcast or is as big a Seinfeld fan as we are, and there are a lot of people out there, yeah, millions. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you know every day, every week, every month, there's probably a Seinfeldism happening. We, yeah, we'd love to hear them. Please let us know. Yeah, that's right. We'll read them out on air. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so to finish up the episode, I will be reading Seinfeldy this week. Yes. So every week we uh, basically quote uh, a, a fact or a factoid from Seinfeld. Um, on the day that we're recording, we've got a little desk calendar and each date has a little little fact. Yeah. So today we're recording uh, June the 12th, which is a Tuesday. Uh, and the fact is for the second season episode, The Revenge, actor Wayne Knight uh, redubbed his scenes that featured the voice of his character Newman. Yeah. It was originally voiced off camera by Larry David. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Once he became such a well-known recurring character, it made sense to give him the voice viewers would recognize when they rewatched it uh, in syndication. Very good. Yeah, so yeah, it made sense. Yeah, for know. sure. It would have been weird if it was Larry David's voice. A bit jarring, because yeah. Larry David has a very distinct voice. Yeah. You know? Oh, I'm going to throw myself off the roof. Mm. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah. And that's another episode of But I Don't Want to Be a Secondary Character. Thank you so much for listening this week. Yeah, thank you. It's, it's always great. Um, so we're on social media at Bidwabast. You can drop us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. And we have a website, Steve. Yep, that's right, Bidwabast.com. We are now on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, so go to patreon.com forward slash Bidwabast if you want to support us. Uh, we did talk about it a bit at the start of the episode, but uh, basically $5 a week, 5 Australian dollars a week. A month. A month. <laughs> Shit, I keep saying it. You keep saying a week. Yep. Yeah. No, we'll flip the Patreon model in its head for five dollars a week you get monthly content for five hundred dollars a day you get, <laughs> you get all. fuck all <laughs> <laughs> and we get a fat bank account thanks guys thanks for bankrolling my my slacker lifestyle thank you basically we want to be tonys we just want to snowboard all day. no we don't <laughs> no we want to give you a quality podcast yeah that's right yeah yeah so five dollars a month yes we'll give you weekly content so extra episodes reviews uh video content all sorts of things uh yeah and uh, we're on every podcast service you can think of, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all of them. If you want to leave us a review uh, or rate us, that would be tremendous. That would be great. Next week is our fifth episode. So every fifth, we don't just talk about an episode, we talk about a very notable secondary character. And by request from one of our biggest fans of the podcast, Jeffrey from the United States. Hello, Jeffrey, if you're listening. We're going to do What's the Deal with Jacobo Peterman. Jacobo Peterman. Jacobo Peterman. That's uh, right. I said Jacobo. Yeah. <laughs> Jacobo <laughs> Peterman. Yes. Yeah. Finally, we're I doing know. Peterman. I know. After it's all been this a, time, it's been a long time coming. Yeah. You know, we, we we didn't want to have like all the great secondaries in one. No, go. we, we wanted, wanted to spread to them out them. a bit. Yes, for sure. So we're going to do Jay Peterman next week. Yeah, and returning uh, will be regular guest and a uh, very good friend of the pod, uh, Stacy. Yes, she'll so, be yep. back with us in the studio to talk about uh, Jay Peterman. That's right. Three people and two mics. That's it's always right. fun. Yeah. Yep. It works. It sounds better every time we do it. It does. This is our fourth time with Stacy. It's going to be up for Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, stay tuned for, well, sorry, tune in next week for JP Neman. And uh, thanks again for listening this week. Kudos to you, Stephen, for a job done. (laughs) 